They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we imagine the Konbini of the future. How will the Konbini continue its pursuit of perfection 10 or 20 years from today? The Chicky Wars heat back up with four Konbini releasing new Chicky products, then it's off to the scoreboard where we share a spectacular new product out of Lawson. They're the Konbini, they're the Konbini, they're the Konbini, they're the Konbini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Life's getting a little better every single day here, Mike. Uh, I got my vaccine, Moderna, getting the, the Mercedes, the Lexus of vaccines on Monday afternoon, first shot. And then uh, over the weekend, had a great, uh, one of the best Fridays of all time, Mike. Hit the, hit the bong a little bit and then uh, got some Panda Express. <laughs> Panda Express, Mike, some chow mein, orange chicken, got a premium entree, shrimp and steak, three crab rangoon, sat down, Mike, and watched Mortal Kombat on HBO Max, high out of my mind, slamming some Panda Express. You know, Mike, doesn't get much better than that. Thousands of years of human ingenuity and civilization all leading to this moment, and now we've done it. So, things are good. How are things over in Crudo Bay? I gotta say, that's that sounds so amazing. I would I would literally pay in the in the unit of ten thousands of dollars to uh, do that. Um, I gotta say, you know, I can't match that. You know, it was a pretty pretty average week over here, but I do have some uh, exciting things coming up here, mm. and that's Matt. Starting on Thursday next week, we start what they call in Japan the Golden oh, Week. Yes. The Golden Week. We often talk about Golden Time. This is the Golden Week. It's a whole week. Um, took an extra day off work, so I'm gonna make it a full week. And mm. um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a I love Golden Week. It's a great time because it's usually spring. Gonna go out, try and ride the bike. We recently got oh, Leo nice. a uh, we got a bike with uh, the seat on the back, so Leo can ride. So we're gonna oh, try nice. and get some get some rides. But um, yeah, man, in general, you know, pretty good. And looking forward to that golden week, top of the line week in Japan. <laughs> yeah, can't wait to hear all about it. A lot of convenient uh, time during that week too. I bet. Well, that is the case, Matt. Yes. And um, as you know, this is the Convini Boys podcast. So um, we should probably start talking a little bit about Convenis, Matt. Um, this week, we got a pretty fun little uh, segment coming up here. So actually, um, this week, Matt, you and I had a really fun experience. We um, yeah. talked with our friend Patrick St. Michel mm-hmm. uh, from the Japan Times. He um, invited us um, on for an interview which, uh, if everything goes well, hopefully it's going to be in in the Japan Times. Um, and we just had a really great time. Patrick, uh, for a long time, was writing Kombini Watch, which was great a, column. A great column. Awesome column. And like a huge inspiration for us when we started uh, the podcast. Um, but um, 
So he asked us for the for the last question. He asked us, you know, like where do you see the Combini going forward? Like, what do you want to see from the Combini in the future? And uh, I think we both talked a little bit about it, just sort of like off the cuff. But um, I think we both kind of wanted to like take a little bit more time, think through it, and sort yeah. of uh, give a more sort of complete answer. So I thought today we could talk about the Combini of the future. Um, and so on that topic, Matt, I'll give the floor to you. Um, you know, what do you see? What are the types of things that you want to see from the Combini in the future? Yeah, Mike, this was a really hard question to answer off the cuff because the Combini is already so damn good. How do you improve upon it? I couldn't really think of anything, but, um, I spent some time over the last several days really ruminating on this question and uh, also oh, yeah. put it out to Twitter, see what our followers That's think and did right. get a really some good responses. The best one I thought was the idea of a drive through. There yeah. was a, a, a parent who said, you know, what a pain in the ass to get kids in and out of the child seats, go into the store, do your shopping. Hey, can we set up a drive through streamline this a little bit? I loved that idea. But the one I came to, Mike, and no doubt influenced by my spectacular Friday evening, high out of my mind, eating Panda Express and watching Mortal Kombat, I thought, man, if only the Kambini had the bong bar. Okay? <laughs> and what I'm talking about here is, imagine this, Mike. Those glass prisons that Japan keeps its smokers in, corrals... Oh. roughly half of its population into these tiny glass boxes where they chain smoke for hours on end, really, oh, yeah. until they're some mix of pickled and, uh, you know, terminally ill with lung cancer. Imagine a box just like that outside of a 7-Eleven full of bongs. You do your bong rips with some oh. gorilla grape gush, okay? Then you walk in with a 5,000 yen all-access pass to 7-Eleven. You buy whatever the hell you want. You don't need to think about the math. Hey, I got 1,200 yen in my pocket. That's going to get me an American dog, a Nikuman, a canned coffee, and two countrymen. No, you don't need to do that. You just get whatever you, 5,000 yen, oh. boom. Next thing you know, you're staring at that hot box. And no doubt you're staring at that hot box for a little while. <laughs> You're grabbing your chicky. You're grabbing your American dog. You're swinging by the aisle. You're not grabbing a little rinky-dink Black Thunder. You're just grabbing the box of Black Thunder. You're just having a great time. You leave just crushing an amazing haul high on some Gorilla Grape Gush. Now, that's forward thinking. You know, a lot of policies, culture has to change for that to happen. Sure. But that, that was my idea for maybe next-level innovation you know, a decade, two decades on future convening. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Matt, that is, that's amazing. Um, I, I totally agree. Like you're, you're talking about a hot box, you're hot boxing yeah. into the convening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that is, and yeah. I love the idea. Like you said, when you're, you know, after you're, when you're in that state, you don't want to yeah. have to think about your, 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 your wallet, the contents of your wallet. You just want to get in there and grab what you can. So you're talking about sort of like a mix between like a supermarket sweep. You get in there with a basket. <laughs> you just, you can just run through with your hand, just kind of knocking whatever you want in there. I agree, man. Wow, what an idea. And I got to say, you know, of course, <laughs> in, in the current state, all drugs are illegal in Japan. If you're in Japan, don't even, 
Don't you know, think, think about it. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about really talking about it, you know. But um, I agree, Matt. In the future, let's say 10, 20 years out, marijuana becomes elite, becomes legal in Japan. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the kombini oh, stocking God. up on marijuana? I mean, think about that that tobacco sort of how many. <laughs> I, they've got like 200, 200. types of <laughs> I will say, for people who have never been to Japan, don't know about the comedian, there's numbers on the tobacco because there's so many. No one could remember all the names. You just say what number you want, and they, they pick it up for you. I agree, Matt. That's an amazing idea. And wow, combining, wow, we might have to try and, I mean, of course, this is way in the future. but Way in the future, yeah. Maybe a retirement investing. activity. Angel investing, Angel retirement investing. plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Wow, Matt, Amazing. What about you, Mike? What, what, what innovation did you come up with? All right, Matt. So um, when we were talking with Patrick, I kind of went on this like riff where I was going way out. I was getting, I was getting pretty way out there, you know. <laughs> I was kind of in this zone where I was thinking, Combini, it's like this perfect midpoint between like socialism and capitalism. I was way out there. I, I was getting way out. And, you know, I was thinking about trying to pick that up, and I, I did. I, I kind of thought through it last night. I was drinking a couple of tall boys, and then I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this. And so I kind of like redirected, you know, and um, was thinking, you know, like what what do I want? What would I love to see in the Combini? What do I want to see? And Matt came up with two things, and they're related. So mm-hmm. the first is a sort of uh, redesign of the the structure of the Combini in Mm. terms of like what's in the store and the size of the Mm. store. And the other is an increase in hot boxes. So let me, all right, let me walk you through these. I like that. I'm going to take the second thing first. I think that no doubt for you and me, the most exciting thing in the Combini are those hot boxes. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, you know, right now, for example, pick, you know, take family Mart. Here's what you got. You got, your your standard issue hot snacks, which is mm-hmm. like your family chicky, your American dog. You've got that Nikuman. You got the mm-hmm. Man box. This is the special steam box. And then you've got maybe like a assorted other sort of, you know, like hot item box. And then maybe you could even say Oden is also like included with that hot snack zone. Mm-hmm. Not what I was thinking is that I think we need a real increase of new boxes that are sort of specially suited to a special item. And I was thinking back to a couple months ago, we picked up this new line of burgers coming out of Family Mart. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we were really excited about that. And I don't think we ever went back and talked about it, but I went and got them. And I got to tell you, Matt, it was more of the same, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. It was, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, over by the bentos. They have them. You grab them. You take them up to the register. They put them in the the microwave, and you know it's it's just it's just kind of sad. Just doesn't just kind of sad, yeah. So I was thinking one thing that came to mind: what if you get the ideal box, the ideal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. space for mm-hmm. burgers, for example? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you're thinking you can go to burgers. You can think of many other things as well. And but Matt, <clears throat> I was thinking you have a problem with real estate. Yeah. Already, that's a pretty busy zone up there by the register. Every square inch. Every square inch. Perfectly utilized. So I think that you'd need to redesign the Combini completely. Currently, you have sort of rectangular shapes, but I think the Combini is ideally 
a square shape. In the center is the register. Oh, interesting. And surrounded on all sides like a moat, you have all of the boxes, the Oden, you got the hamburger box, you got everything. And then on the walls out there, you've got all of the uh, the other items. So, oh, I Matt, see. this is uh, yeah, this is what I'm thinking. I think you need a we need a sort of new introduction of new hot box items, and then together mm. with that, we need a full sort of uh, revamping of that that space inside the convening. So you're almost like concentric circles where the registers in the bullseye. You got a circle of hot box, <laughs> and then you have a circle of other items surrounding that. Exactly. It would almost be like a, you know, like you could think like a, a WWE arena, you know, you got arena. the ring, <laughs> you got outside the ring, that's where you got the boxes and then you got the fans there, there, everything else. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting idea, Mike. Hey, no doubt about, I like this idea of specialty boxes. I got a couple actually, as you were talking, I was thinking, what other specialty boxes could you get in there? Here's one, rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Why don't we have rotisserie chicken hot box? In the convene. I got another one for you. How about some barbecue brisket? Why can't we have little mini smokers in there? Wow. Just just, just slowly cooking 24-hour brisket in there. A smoker. Just a, little, a, a smoker. Mini, just little mini ones. Little mini ones, you know? Little small lot barbecue. You know, you don't need the oh. whole hog in there. Just a few briskets. I yeah. like this idea, Mike. I think uh, specialty hot boxes. No doubt, you got you got the burger in the bag on the shelf. It's terrible. You want that? Get fresh. out of there. You want get it out of there. Get it out yeah. of there. Okay. Freshly baked bread. You got the bread zone. You know. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Well, the, you know, I we might have to like chart this out at some point. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a d- design thinking session, maybe on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, man. Okay, so yeah, that's a couple of our ideas. I, I appreciate the ideas. I really also love the idea of the drive-through because I, you know, um, with kids, it is it is difficult. It's quite a process to get in there. But so thanks for everybody who picked that up, and thanks so much to Patrick who like you yeah. know gave us that great idea uh, with that question. Um, and you know, hey, spoiler alert: maybe in the future we'll be having Patrick on here to talk and Beanie because no doubt he's one of the legends. Um, but uh, yeah. All right, Matt. So, uh, so that sort of wraps up our main segment for this week, and you know where that's taken us. It's taken Chicken us wars. right into quite, yeah, quite a busy day at the week at the Chicky Wars, Matt. Um, this week, I'm happy to say, because last week we had no chickies. This week, Matt, we've got four new items and an, an additional little extra news uh, at the Chicky Wars. Um, so let's just jump right into it, Matt. I want to get your thoughts because some of these are looking really exciting. Um, so yeah, here we go. Oh boy, Matt. This Ooh. is the Karaage Kun Yuzu Kosho Mayo Aji, Mayo flavor. Um, Matt, this is a black box. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on this one? I'm very excited about this Karaage Kun here, Mike. I love Yuzu Kosho. Who doesn't? It's fantastic, especially with chicken. Mayonnaise, I don't know how that's going to play, but I trust Lawson's move here. By the way, I think we're up to Karaage-kun flavor number 213. Known flavor, by the way, of course, there are the Dead Sea Scrolls of Karaage-kun flavors that legend has it. But what I like about this, Mike, is 
it's got layers. So this isn't just it's it seems like this isn't just some like oh yeah. a uh, yuzu kosho that's marinated with the chicken. It yeah. has somehow like a dollop like the chicken's been yes. dipped in yuzu kosho then yes. fried. Yes. I don't even know how you do that, but that is how you would consume like if you're at a at a chicken restaurant in Kyushu or something, you get the chicken, you put a little dollop of that yuzu kosho on there and then oh, you yeah. eat it. Mm-hmm. They've somehow managed to do this with a fried chicken nugget. The oh, innovation God. here is just staggering, Mike. Yeah, yeah, Matt, I agree. I first looked at this thing, and from, you know, as we've said, keep an eye out, everybody. If you see a black box karaage, that's a special <laughs> one. But this one especially, I mean, this is one of the most, this is one of the finest boxes we've seen in terms of of elegance and i agree matt i looked yeah. at this i saw you know yuzu kosho which we love yuzu that citrus fruit and then the kosho mm. which is like a you know uh, uh, pepper uh, makes it sort of like a spicy um mm-hmm. uh, flavor mm-hmm. and so i was already like hey sign me up the mayo i agree as well i don't know why they needed it but then i started zooming in and like you said oh, yeah. matt, oh, yeah. this thing is a dollop and this is a new innovation in karagakun and this makes me think that as we were talking Poke Chicky. Get out of we'll here. We'll give them, we'll, we'll get maybe one more week, but I mean, you can pretty much sign their, sign their death receipt. Um, this is, this is, and Matt, I gotta say, we were saying we hadn't seen much from Karagekun recently. And That's I gotta right. tell you, it's because they're this working is, on this. This is what they've been working on. You're exactly right. Yeah. I imagine in the future, we're going to be seeing more of these kind of the, the sort of dip. How do they dollop. do that? They must be using like a Ron Poe Peel style mar- injection, injection <laughs> machine where, where with every single Karage-kun, they're getting a little squirt of the Yuzuko Show paste in there. I don't know how they're doing that because you can't, you can't put the dollop on and then fry it. It's going to fall off. Yeah, this has to be injected post-fry, I got to believe. I would think so, unless they develop some sort of like, you know, thing wrapper that goes around and as it fries, it slowly disintegrates. I don't know, um, but this is <laughs> this is huge. This is huge. This is one of the biggest moves we've seen in the in the chicky wars in a long time. And I gotta say, I'm. They call it the niso tate, two layer, a two layer finish. And um, yeah, Matt, wonderful item. Uh, this is exciting and. Unfortunately, Matt, next couple, we're going we're gonna to go in a couple that are not as exciting. But, yeah, um, maybe blow through some of these, yeah. Yep. Yeah, what it, this is yeah, the this um, is, yeah, family teriyaki, yeah. family mart, teriyaki roast chicken leg. Uh, what, what, what do you think on this one? We've seen this. This was, uh, of course, out during Christmas season when it's bone season. Uh, yeah. yeah, no doubt this looks great. That chicken yep. skin is just shimmering. You can see your reflection and practically... Um, yeah, I'm sure this is great. It's not new though, but uh, Family Mart is bringing it back for a little while. Yep, yep, I agree. And apparently in Miyazaki Prefecture and Kagoshima Prefecture, you can't buy it. I don't know what's going on there. But um, all right, yeah, I agree. No, nothing really more to say here. Um, Matt, again, not much to say about a thing. Um, this is the Umakara Chicken Kosho, Kosho Ninniku Aji. So um, this is the black pepper and garlic flavored spicy chicken out of 7-Eleven. I actually said last week that we there was another spicy chicken coming out. I don't know, Matt. I don't see anything new here. Or am, I miss, am I missing something? Well, uh, yeah, you might be, Mike, because the super salary man, shout out, mm. greatest of all time, did yeah. an 
a big analysis of this umakata chicken because this is umakata chicken 2.0 oh. for 7-Eleven uh, with the with the pepper and the garlic. Oh, this actually looks pretty damn good, Mike. Big upgrade over the original umakata chicken. The seasoning does look very robust. I'm looking at just ripples of black pepper all over this thing. And, you know, the cross-section on this, I gotta say, it's one of the best cross-sections I've seen. The chicken is tremendous. It is thick and juicy, gushing. I gotta say, Mike, the Super Salary Man gave this four out of five stars. I okay. think this right. is actually something worth pursuing in terms of uh, a review advising our listeners to go try this out. Okay, all right. Then completely nullify everything I said. If the super salary man is putting his seal, his stamp yeah. of approval on this, forget what I said. Actually, I, now now I just want to get out and get this because yeah. that sounds amazing. Um, and okay, awesome. All right, 7-Eleven. Okay, all right. Well then, Matt, we're going over to, uh, yeah, we got one more over here. Um, so this is Daily Yamazaki. You know, nice to see him. Um, unfortunately, Matt, what we're looking at, this is the um, the spicy red chicken. Um, for our podcast listeners, if you, if you could, could you describe what we're, we're looking at here? Yeah, Mike. Again, uh, it's really impossible to adequately explain what we're looking at. Again, I think, you know, I, I saw my first scanner. I think it was in... 1999, I was at uh, a family member's house, and they were enthusiastically showing me how this scanner worked. It took about, I don't know, seven minutes to move through one one image. I think Daily Yamazaki is using this scanner from 1999, because we're looking at <laughs> just a really splotch of red, orange. Impossible. If somebody were to ask you what this is without... A name without any words, just you wouldn't be able to identify this as chicken, a chicky, really anything. <laughs> this is a troubling image, Mike. Yes, um, yeah, it's really unfortunate because you know uh, we do have word that uh, Daily Yamazaki does have some pretty good uh, fried chicken, some good chicky. I was a little excited, and then I, you know, yeah, like you said, you see this picture, and they're just doing themselves no favors here. Um, this looks like you know if you. You know, you had a, a some red on a page, and then you like zoomed in until like it was like eight pixels. <laughs> that's all that's left. And I, I think you're right, Matt. I think you're right. I think they're just putting this right on the scanner. They're putting that chicky yeah. right on the scanner, yeah. squishing it down, and trying to scan this. Matt, I agree. Um, who knows if it's good? We don't know. Um, if anybody price out is there crazy. It's only it's a buck seventy with tax, which is uh, that is under two hundred. Yeah, that's that's quite a price there. I will say. Yeah, yeah. So, if you got a daily Yamazaki nearby, go. You know, take a picture. Send you know, send it to us on Twitter because uh, this is we have no clue. <laughs> Matt, all right, one more, and this is not oh wow. an item, Forgot but this, this is some pretty exciting news here. Um, this is on. Uh, uh, Family Mart's website. It was on Twitter. It was pretty uh, blown up uh, this week. But I wanted to uh, give a another, you know, shout out to one of the classes. This is Grape Japan. You'd like Grape. Uh, they're, you know, do such awesome reporting on like really interesting things in Japan. A lot of stuff on Convenia as well. 
G-R-A-P-E-E.jp. Um, Matt, this is this is some really fun, um, exciting news here. This is Family Mart shows its support for Tokyo Rainbow Pride Week with Fami or Rainbow Fami Chicky Packaging. That's right. Family Mart is showing their support for the LGBT community. And I think in one of the the most important places they could. And that's the package of mm. the Fami Chicky itself, Matt. We've always loved the fa- the package of the Fami Chicky. That beautiful poem, Fami Chicky, Taste of Soft, Juicy Chicken, the Boneless Type. Mm. Now with the rainbow flag. And um, I got to say, Matt, I saw this news, just put a big smile on my face. Uh, this is this is great to see. Yeah, no doubt about it, Mike. And uh, there'll be a lot of uh, of these out and about. It's Family Mart. It's got to be their most popular product. And so the packaging oh, yeah. with the rainbow pride flag, outstanding to see. And, uh, you know, I, frankly, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, so... Yeah, outstanding news here. So everybody go out, grab a chicky with the uh, with the rainbow packaging. All right, Matt. It it was a wow, what a week in the chicky wars. Um, you know, I'm I'm still kind of feeling pretty excited here. But um I think we should probably head over to the scoreboard. What are we looking at this week? Yeah, Mike, a new item scoreboard this week. The numbers are in Family Mart, 62 new items. Lawson, 46. 7-Eleven, 99. Mini Sops got 24. Daily Yamazaki at 15. Seiko Mart at 3. Poplar, I think, 0 this week. And then New Days at 20. Any thoughts on those numbers, Mike? Yeah, um, you know, 7-Eleven a little bit low at 99, not cracking the 100 mark, which is a little bit rare. But uh, the big the big question mark this week, Matt, yeah, is Poplar. Um, it seems Poplar, it, not only do they have no new items, it seems that they've removed the new items page from their website. Yeah, it does, um, yeah. And I don't know what to think about this. Usually, you know, they would be doing two or one a week. We know that they're... It seems that uh, soon to be perhaps, you know, uh, merged completely into, I think it was Lawson. Um, Mm. So I don't know, Matt, this might be, we might have to do a rip poplar section at some point. Um, Just too bad because, um, you know, they just got on the scoreboard. Um, But I don't know. I I don't want to speak too soon, but that's kind of what it looks like to me. Well, I will say they may be slow on the new items because it looks like they've just piloted delivery out of their out of two stores and so we may want to look into this next week but they you can actually order for delivery under 30 minutes on poplar's website only from two stores though uh it seems like a pilot program and they do have some pretty interesting action you you can order sets and they they're mostly related to uh, some combination of beef jerky and alcohol (laughs) so they certainly know the average conveni customer well <laughs> at poplar but anyway we got to dive into our winners and losers this week mm-hmm. mike let's take a look at your loser for this week yep um and i'm gonna have to guide you here if you can go down to the third item oh, there it oh, is right there really? yep mm. can you zoom like in on that, that. all right <laughs> so i like this one all right, well, then we have diverged a little bit. And I got to say, I don't hate this. All right, let me explain what we're looking at. We're at Seiko Mart, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the scoreboard, Seiko Mart. Um, unfortunately, this week, Matt, this was my loser. And what we're looking at, this is the 
kaki age, which is like the fried uh, vegetables that you usually put on top mm-hmm. of soba and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this is soba. It is a cup of cold soba. So this is a plastic cup. Mm. Um, inside, on top, you have the kakiage, which is the fried vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then you have the soba underneath with the cold juice beneath there. Matt, I agree. I, I, you know, I'd be okay with eating this, but I got to be honest. This is not, this, this, this is troubling to me in a couple ways. First off, I don't really want to eat soba out of a yeah. cup, you yeah. know, a plastic yeah. cup. It's, it's way too thin of a, yeah. of a, a space to be eating soba. I like to have yeah. a bowl. So I'll say that first. Then there's a the kakiage, which I love, but if I'm going to have kakiage on top of soba, I, I think it should be hot. You know, I, I don't, the, the, yep. the cold soba with the kakiage on top doesn't really work to me. It, it, it seems like it would almost make it colder and like, mm. you know, the vegetables might be chilled and then you just mm. kind of have that sort of like dense crunch to it. So I like the, the effort here. You know, these are all things I like. But mm-hmm. I don't like the, the cold. I think the cold was the main thing for me. And then also the size of this cup, not enough surface area to really get in there. Um, so yeah, that was my loser for this week. Yeah, now that you say it, Mike, I think you're right. This is just not suited for this meal. And what we're looking at here, the, the liquid actually only goes up about halfway up the cup. So you have some exposed dry noodle. And then the kakiage on top. One of the great delights in life is dipping the kakiage in the broth yes and you can't actually get in there because the the noodles are blocking you Mm -hmm. from the broth so i think you're right mike practically this doesn't make any sense so why why put it in a cup i agree also i just want to point out the price on this with taxes 159.84 yen i've never (laughs) seen a decimal in uh, pricing in Japan. Um, so I'm not really sure if they're rounding up to 160, round down to one. You can't actually pay. There, there are no decimal payments in, in Japan. So that's a little strange. All right, Mike. My loser for this week is coming out of Lawson, Mike. And, um, oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, this is the mochi dog. What we're looking at here, it's a stick. And on that stick, we got a smoked sausage, big old smoked wiener. Oh, and yeah. then around the sausage, we're looking at a spiral of mochi. Mm-hmm. We got one, two, three, four, five, six rings of mochi mm-hmm. going the length of this smoked sausage again on a stick. Mike, um, Lawson, it's inviting us to, they say, enjoy two textures at once. I got to say, it'd be hard to enjoy anything while choking to death. Uh, this thing is uh, <laughs> this thing's a choking true. hazard here, a giant sausage wrapped in sticky rice. Japan couldn't approve a COVID vaccine, but they're going to let this thing deploy at 30,000 Lawson's. That's insane. Okay? Get your vacuum cleaners ready, everybody, because you're all going to be sucking pork and rice. Out of more than one gullet over the next week, this thing is uh, this thing's a health hazard. Yeah, I agree. I I think in terms of flavor, you know, this is probably probably fine. But I agree. This is this is maybe the first um, you know, like dangerous item that we've featured on the Convenient uh, yeah. Voice podcast. Also, a couple thoughts here. So this has the rings of mochi. 
I gotta be honest, if memory serves me correct, we've seen a mochi dog before, and it's just like it's got the dog and then like a thin layer of mochi on top, if I if yeah. I remember correctly. So I don't know why we need these rings here. Rings, uh, um, yeah. Um but um and then also, you know, I I don't like it's kind of telling you where to bite. You know, it's saying bite here, <laughs> bite here, bite here. It's giving you so this is one, oh. two, three, four. You're getting six bites here. I don't really like, you know, people tell me how to enjoy my my dog. You know, I want to bite in. If I want to, you know, a couple inches of dog there, I'm going to have it. Um, so, Matt, uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, I agree. This is a questionable item out of Lawson, and that's two weeks in a row, Lawson, for you. So, I, yeah, it's a little bit yeah. scary. All right. Well, let's move on to the winner's circle here and see what you got for your winner this week, Mike. Let's mm. see what you got here. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Matt, this is, um, <laughs> this is low-hanging fruit here. I got to be honest. But I got to be honest. I, I felt kind of bad. This is from Lawson. Let me just get it out of the way. This is the tiramisu basuchi. That's right, Matt. As if you follow our Twitter, you probably saw, we tweeted out, this is a combination of tiramisu and Basque cheesecake. Um, mm. So, all right. So what, what's going on here? I, I got to be honest. I was a little sad last week. We picked up two losers from Lawson. I was, all week, it just didn't really sit with me, right? And I was thinking, you know what? Lawson is really the top. They're, they're, they've got to be one of the, you know, at the top of their game. So I thought, hey, you know, I want to give Lawson some love this week. And it wasn't really hard. I mean, no. as soon as I saw this, I thought, wow. Okay, so what do we got here? This is cheesecake, ladies and gentlemen. Basque cheese, Basque style mm-hmm. cheesecake, which is, I think is also referred to as burnt cheesecake. It's, some people say that it almost has like a, uh, like a caramelish flavor mm. to it because it's kind of like a, like a like a burnt style mm. uh, cheesecake. Okay, so you got that. So it's a dense cheesecake, and then on top of that, you got the damn tiramisu. Mm. Tiramisu, that soft coffee style mm. dessert mm. from Italy. Mm. Um, Matt, I don't know what else to be said. This is four hundred yen. I'd gladly pay that. This is an amazing item. Um, and, uh, it just makes me once again think like there's really no limit to, uh, Lawson's sweets capability. Yeah. Well, let me show you what I picked out as my winner this week, Mike. It's the damn tiramisu Basque cheesecake (laughs) out of Lawson. There was no question. This is one of the best items I've ever seen coming out of the conveni. Okay. Like Mike said, this is... It's got cheesecake on the bottom and then on top. This is a proper tiramisu, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. It's got the lady fingers soaked in coffee syrup. And then it's almost wearing like a powdered wig of, uh, of whipped cream dusted with cocoa. This thing is outstanding. Mike, I mean, this duo harkens back to some of the greats. Abbott and Costello, Mario and Luigi, Bert and Ernie, okay? This is incredible, this combination. And by the way, I could see this going a lot of places because essentially what they're doing, Lawson is platforming cheesecake. Okay, so think about that for a second. Cheesecake, it's just a little flat deck. You can put anything you want. What's next? Meringue, 
Lemon meringue pie on that. Strawberry pavlova. Mm. What combos are down the road? Lawson, do not stop at tiramisu. Please keep going, okay? Mm. Keep stacking stuff on top of the cheesecake. This is one of the best items I've seen out of the convenience. And of course, it's out of the Uchi Cafe series. Ten years ahead of everybody else. Yeah, Matt. Um, well, hey. There you have it. I, I wanted to give some love to Lawson, but they just got... Is that our first? No. I think one time before we both picked the same winner. But it's very, very rare. Lawson, we're giving you all our love here. That's This is the as big of a stamp of approval as you can get. Both of us picking you for that winner. So, Matt, I agree. What an item. Um, and, um, wow, Matt, uh, what an episode. Uh, we have come Episode to the 50, end. 50, by the way. Oh, whoa. Yeah, we completely forgot to mention it. 50 episodes. Wow. Um, everyone, thank you so much for listening, you know, for these 50 episodes, almost a year. Uh, wow. Uh, I can't believe it's been 50 episodes, Matt. Uh, do you, any thoughts on this 50-episode uh, milestone? I, I promise on episode 51, we're going to figure out the audio quality issues. Just give us uh, one more episode to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, um, wow. Great episode. 50 episodes down. Next, I guess we're looking 100 is the at next 100. big uh, That's right. milestone there. But um, as always, Obama everyone. will be a guest. That's right. Point. Barack Obama and the boss himself, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen trying to do a collabo here um all right matt well hey uh thanks to everybody for listening um if you're listening on the apple podcast or spotify or any of the apps um you know please leave us a like and share the app or share the podcast it really helps people to find the show if you're watching on youtube hey good to see you um subscribe and like and let everybody know about the uh the youtube channel um check us out on uh you check us out on twitter facebook and instagram um we're especially active on twitter so check us out there send us a word you know say hey um and if you have a convenient memory um feel free to share it at 617-453-8207 and if you're not in the united states just go to anchor.fm slash boys and you'll find a place where you can uh leave a message there matt um 50 episodes down 50 episodes to go to 100 what a great episode um as always it was a pleasure and um for now i guess i'll see you at the convenient see you at the convenient mike <laughs>